joining. Transferring him. There he is. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, full stop, Helm. Full stop. Stop. Stop the shit. Helm. Jesus <laughs> I don't know. Do some fire dungeons. Are you tactical, Ryman? No, I'm in Or is Lieutenant Hoyle? Lieutenant Hoyle's tactical! This bitch! <laughs> this fucking bitch! <laughs> what the We need you to locate the vessel and render any aid they may need. Why are We're you sending their last off? coordinates to you now. Starfleet out. <laughs> I don't know. We're supposed to scan the Ragusa? Why are you just doing a dance over there? <laughs> Get nope. Yeah, fuck no hackable targets. Fuck him. Fuck All right, shields down. Let's beam some more people out. <laughs> oh my god! I want to transfer this captain is fucking nuts. No, you want to be on this ship. <laughs> this captain is great. How dare all of you? Hey, I think you're great. You're you're, you're a great guy. I, l I like you. Thanks. You're getting a promotion! <laughs> I promote you! Yes! Unusual sensor echoes. The amount of pointing is absurd. Um. By the way, let's don't see, cross uh, the fucking neutral zone. Yeah, yeah, let, Let's see if we can do this without crossing the neutral zone. So, um. When you get close right. enough, let's see how far. Line. What the fuck?! Oh, that was a mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm protecting us, you bastard! Yeah, I need my own fire headset. This is bullshit. You can't, like, pantomime jerk off? No, no. Can't watch. I can watch Data Pan. <laughs> oh, how did you make a. <laughs> how did you make a fist? What? Oh, fun. yeah! <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Hey, we're we're here. We we're, we did it. Hey. We're finally here. Man, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen your faces in like over a month. I know. Yeah. There's uh, there's a lot of this is a much delayed episode to anyone who's listening to it at time of recording. We, our our schedules have not lined up, uh, but we are finally finally here recording this episode but like the hype level now for this episode is over through the roof because right because it's been, been in in the works for so long by by playing and watching a lot of star trek yeah good yes uh on this episode we are boldly going where no one has gone before which is star trek bridge crew and a lot of people have been there before uh but we're bold, boldly going where we have not been before which was playing star trek bridge crew have uh, a lot of people been there been before? Like, I mean, how I don't, how, I don't, how popular is this game? I would guess probably. I, I would like to see the sales figures. I don't know. I, I'll try to find some sales numbers mm. while we talk about this. I would guess not that popular, right? Because it's like here, right. it's like the audience of Star Trek fans, and then like the audience of people that have VR. And I don't know what that mm. Venn diagram looks like. Let me see if I can of find Of course, it's sales. one of those games that, like, even though it's a quote-unquote, you know, VR game, you know, it's kind of like one of my favorite games on Steam is Hand Simulator, and that's a VR game, but, like, it is so fun to play with or without VR. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's like, you know, maybe people are don't immediately think of it because they think it's a VR game. I don't know, but um, I think this game should be a lot more popular than it is because uh, it was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. And I mean, the board, there's like a board game version of this, right? And there's like that phone app version of this. this is like, there's this is like a concept, like the whole bridge crew. Oh, everyone has a role concept. Oh, is like, you're, you're yeah, talking about space team. team. You're talking about yeah, space yeah. Team. I mean, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying like like the game mechanics exist and are popular, so you would think the the video game version would would do well. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I had like some mixed reviews on Steam and stuff. Which I was surprised. Yeah, I, I mean, I and I can understand why, but yeah, you, you can definitely tell it's it's definitely criticized a lot. Um, it's got like on some platform I noticed on um, Oculus, it's got like three and a half stars. Yeah, but but I can understand. I mean, the so game's what's your, a little what, like buggy this maybe a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's a little janky. The mouth people yeah. are probably criticizing the like the mouth movements and the. 
the weird uh well <laughs> me and james so me and after uh we have been playing the game and after uh you left leo mm -hmm. me and james played i think it was two more missions mm -hmm. and we let the uh helmsman and uh engineering uh work off of the ai and boy, oh boy, well, did the helmsman! Yeah, oh, the helmsman, helmsman just loved. He's, he's a drunken crashing into. Our ship helmsman bastard. just came, taking us right yeah. into fucking asteroids and like other ships. And yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. AI yeah, needs a little happened. work. I mean, I think yeah. it's just like you can't have an AI helmsman. I think that's all it is. It's like you have to have a yeah. player behind the wheel. Yeah, th this game is definitely at its best when you're playing with uh, three other people, so four people in total, and yeah. prefer preferably you're playing with like four people who are all your friends, and hopefully you're all like Star Trek fans. Because <laughs> that I didn't get a chance to play with like total random people. That I, I didn't try that either. Yeah. Just, I just want to see like what that's like. I imagine there's like this whole sub universe we don't even know about like of just like people role-playing on star trek bridge crew and like mm -hmm. remember that one chick we met at like in like star wars galaxies that was trying to get us to take a bath in her hot tub or whatever 10k easy money and we never got that 10k easy money <laughs> yeah I, I imagine there's people like that playing star trek bridge crew just like you know strangers online all the time yeah yeah i i think my biggest gripe with this game is I don't know that it's even a gripe. It's it's something interesting. I think the mission statement with this game was how do we take Star Trek and like make an experience that makes you feel like you're in Star Trek as opposed mm. to how do we take Star Trek <laughs> and make it fun? You know what I mean? Like like yeah. it it's it yeah, yeah. It, the it's a simulator. It's not yes, really a fun. Exactly. It is it is it is primarily yeah. a Star Trek simulator. And then secondarily, it's a game. Like the the primary focus of this game is to make you feel like Star Trek, not make Star Trek feel fun. If that makes sense, right? Uh, yeah. And I think yeah. it succeeds. Like it, which in, I'm in, in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and to the point of it being a Star Trek simulator, it there's a lot of times where okay, so. A quick overview, if you've never heard of this game, it's it's basically a Star Trek simulator, as we've been saying. There's four different positions. There's a, a captain, a helm, tactical, and like engineering. I can't remember if those are the exact names, and I think the names actually switch depending on what ship you're playing. But anyway, those are the four basic positions, and um, like uh, the helm obviously is responsible for steering the ship. Tactical mainly shoots things, right? And engineering is balancing power mostly between like weapons, engines, and shields, and the captain gives all the orders. But um, I think one of the problems of this being primarily a Star Trek simulator and then secondarily a game is there's a lot of times where some of the positions have absolutely nothing to do. So like if you're, if you're, cause like we've, we've done some like science missions where it's like, okay, you need to, you know, warp to this sector and um, go scan some stuff. Okay, cool. When you're you know moving there, the helm has stuff to do. The captain's giving orders, but like tactical and engineering are just like okay, we'll just twiddle our thumbs for a while. Like uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I experienced that. They could probably fix that by adding like just a few more um, role specific actions. You know, yeah. Like, it'd be cool if engineering was the only people who could transport people, or you know, if tactical. Is the, I think they're the only ones who can scan, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like there's a, probably a few more things they could add. It, it doesn't have to fit Star Trek exactly. Like, I don't know, just come up with a couple silly little things that only that person can do and keep them busy. You know. Well, yeah, you referenced Space Team at the at the top of this discussion, and I think that's right. where Space Team is really successful. Is that uh, Space Team really relies on communication between everyone because? Yeah. Everyone both has key pieces of information that they need to communicate, That's but also point. they need to be listening for other people's communication so that they can issue those orders. Where, yeah. as in this, like the only person who's giving orders is the captain, and those orders are only specific to one of three other people. And if and if the order's not for you, you don't do anything. Yep. I guess the other thing they can maybe do there is, I think uh, um, I'm not. I don't remember how space team worked or not but i feel like there was a little bit more involved in like figuring out how to do your job 
you know um so they could yeah. add like sort of like mini game or like a puzzle system yeah yeah like like you, you always see in the show where they're always just sitting there kind of messing like with the doing panel all the things the, right yeah so it's like yeah. tactical can be dealing with security <laughs> things and uh yeah yeah i don't know yeah but um, this game, it's, Bridge Crew, is so not interested in that. It is. Yeah. Let's no. let's simulate Star Trek, and then if it's a game that happens to be fun, okay, whatever. Okay. But that's not well, what hey, we're going for. This is right out of Star Trek, the movie. But still, like when you're transpondering people, you got to lock on. You got to like sync everything up. So if they're moving, you know, like mm-hmm. that whole thing, we could do that. Boom! Yeah. Instantly more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also like to see like uh, something happen to the people. So I think it'd be cool when your ship's getting attacked. You want to see people it, die? It, well, not people die, but I mean like Fly say, there's like a knockout factor or something like that, where you just <laughs> get knocked out for like 30 seconds and someone has to take over your <laughs> some of your uh, position just yeah. to keep the ship you know alive. Yeah. I think that'd there's, be pretty cool. There's a lot of potential with this game. Because there's thinking. so much, there's so much of that in the show. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. like. The ship gets attacked and someone something blows up in front of someone. Right. They go and they fall and fly over. over. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, I gotta and have someone, some of that in there. Worf is like, move over. It just takes over. Whatever. Yeah, kept yeah. it. The other thing I wanted because I played, um, I, I primarily played Captain a lot, and I was hoping because like one of the key things in Star Trek is like a lot of the times the captain has has to make like tough decisions, like you know, what's the right thing to do? Do we do this or do we do that? Like the captain effectively nope. is just reading off a checklist of things to do. Uh, <laughs> you don't really make any. The there's not the like quest announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, quests, and the captain says, "Here's our quest," <laughs> and that's basically it. Like there were very few times. This communicated captain, more than anything. Yeah. yeah, where the captain actually yeah. had to be like, "Hmm," it was just like, "Okay, do this now, do this." You know. I think that's probably why my favorite my favorite interaction that we had in the game was that like campaign mode. With the Kobayashi mission, because mm-hmm. like that was the first time that like, really gave you a choice between like you know defending the 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 Kobayashi against the Klingon ships or like you know, and putting your shields up and, and fighting or you know lowering the shields and and transpondering people out and, like that was I think when it was the most fun because yeah it was yeah. like a challenge and you had to make that decision yeah you were um, there was actually could, decisions to make there yeah yeah if you could yeah. recreate that. You know, maybe there's uh, the, there's more campaign missions that do that, but um, it's probably you know not a majority of the game. I would love to it, see them yeah. expand on this game. Yeah, I would. I too. would. I would like to see. I don't know. Maybe you know, uh, being on a Klingon warbird, or maybe even um, doing stuff from a space station. You know, mm-hmm. the thing I want. The thing I want around. is because yeah, Justin, you and I were playing on the quest. I want the ability to like get up and walk around the ship. Like, yeah, there you let, go. let me yeah. let me free roam this bitch. Mm. Hey, and you know what? Some people out there already made that. Possible. Oh, really? That's all a you got to do. Is, oh, shit. No, 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 not not on this game. But I'm saying walking around like yeah, yeah, the yeah. Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, but it got you know it got trashed by. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, no, I just want to be able to walk around the Enterprise. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, yeah, I mean, like a full Star Trek simulator where it's like you get access to the entire ship and do whatever the fuck. That'd I mean, be badass. And so we're pretty much talking about an open world Star Trek game. Yeah. Sure, I mean, if you consider the ship being the open world. That, well, that's yeah, and that's the key though. It's like there is like you know an MMO Star Trek game, but it's like most of it is you're just looking at a spaceship. And it's you know it plays more like a rail you know space fighter game than anything else. It's like I want a game, and I've always liked the idea of a game where you're in the ship. You know, there's travel from the bridge to engineering. There's you know your world is inside that ship, and then like you have to work with other people to pilot it and stuff like that. Still, I don't know why that's not a thing yet. Why is that not the closest I've ever gotten? Is Star Wars Galaxies after the the you know major updates and they give you space travel uh, jump to light speed yeah they give you like guns i mean this is some of the most fun i've ever had in my history of video gaming was like i had a pilot and like i was the guy running around like you know getting on the turrets and stuff and someone else was like helping navigate on the co-pilot chair like i mean that's badass the, the probably the next closest is sea of thieves 
but it's a, that's like a boat. Like I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I want, I want like a space in boat. a spaceship. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Isn't there um like a Star Trek Online? Yeah, yeah. Game? But that's what I'm saying. But it's like, you know, you'll you'll see your character when you're like walking on like you know when you've landed somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But then and like then the once you're in your ship, you, it just zooms just out, around. and you're just yeah, it's just like a, you know, little space fighter on rail. It's basically Star Fox. You know, that's all it is. Yeah. Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what how much like how much we can say about this game. It's good. Yeah, it's a, it's good, fun. To, more it's to fun it. to dick around. Yeah, and I would I mean, yeah role play. I would. It's a yeah. nice VR game. It's definitely I, a fun game to play in VR. Yeah. I would recommend this to fans of Star Trek who are who who want to feel like they're immersed in Star Trek and like role play that experience. Yeah, if but you want to play as, the Kobayashi mission, go, right. go play this game. I don't know how <laughs> successful this game is for anyone who's not really into Star Trek and just wants a game, you know what I mean? Dude, yeah. If yeah. you had got me to play this game before I got into Star Trek, which is for pretty late in my life, right? Like I <laughs> I would have laughed in your face. Like, right, yeah. What the hell is yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. So, so I think this one might be for Star Trek fans only. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of potential yeah there is potential Uh, if you want to uh, explore strange new worlds and uh, uh, seek out new life and new civilizations and boldly go where no one has gone before you can uh, support this podcast on Patreon and you can also just give us a thumbs up or a five stars or a like or send us an email or dislike or dislike. Hey, whatever. You think we suck? Tell us. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> uh, you can write us an angry email. Send us your angry emails at goodgamescast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, we also are on Instagram. Is that a lie? Do we have an Instagram? We're on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Oh, shit. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on those platforms. Mm-hmm. Do it. Uh, yeah, uh, we, if it was not obvious, uh, the three of us, uh, do not run those social media <laughs> accounts, but we pay attention to them. No. Probably. We uh, sure do. yeah. Um, <laughs> we sure do <laughs> comment and see if you can tell it, right? <laughs> Write us a message on Twitter or Instagram and see if we tweet back at you. <laughs> mm? Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Our top five today is our top five favorite star trek episodes who's going first i'm so i'm so excited about this so can we make i i, I vote that we make this a collaborative list oh and jesus the reason right. why is uh-huh. because i feel like there should be a definitive best episodes of star oh, trek. oh my I mean, god okay you know? that's gonna be okay that's right. a lot okay well that's maybe maybe Oof. maybe the problem is that like most of my star trek knowledge is in one of the star treks so that's fine. I yeah, uh, I brought five. I brought five to the table, but you know. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Yeah, so I'm assuming your five, Leo, is going to be next gen centric. They're um, all next gen. I have an yeah. honorable mention to the 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 Tribbles episode of the original series. Uh, nice classic. That's the yeah, only one classic. I really remember. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, it's the only besides... one most people ever remember. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I went, I got a little, I got, I got one of each and two of the only, oh, okay. uh, well, I got, I got one of each and then two of next gen because come on next gen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, my number five is uh, cause and effect. It's uh, a next gen episode in oh, this yeah. episode. It's, um, it's kind of a, um, uh, sci-fi concept. It's like a sci-fi mystery episode in this episode. Um, the Enterprise keeps getting destroyed over and over and over again. You know, it's one of those time loop episodes, and uh, the crew basically just has to figure out how to break the time loop. Um, as like a sci-fi mystery, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a good sci-fi mystery. I don't know that the solution makes any sense at all, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's I don't a good sci-fi the solution. Mystery. 
like data okay spoilers for cause and effect data like looks at somebody's pips on their uh their command pips he's like oh well i saw that because you had three pips oh, right. i should listen yeah. to you instead of you and yeah, that's yeah. it we did it and then <laughs> and then yeah. fraser fraser comes out of the past and he's like oh i'm in i'm in star trek now mm. and then that's it for like it's, a minute it, yeah yeah it's it's yeah. a weird ending um but I, I, I do love the premise of that episode. It's a good sci-fi premise. Cause and effect. Right, yeah, that one almost made my top five, but I, I tried to limit the number of temporal anomaly episodes I had, which are probably my favorite. I have so many temporal anomalies in my it's, top five. Those so are usually good. the best ones. They yeah. are. I, don't, yeah. I, I still it's have never the like, ones where it's like they're socializing with some people on the planet who are half naked and they're trying to bang them all I the do time. like those, though. I do <laughs> like those. Just like... A third of the episode <laughs> right yeah yeah uh my number five was chain of command ah good which is one i actually i didn't really even get a chance to watch that one until recently when i was kind of binge watching the last couple of seasons i had of of the next gen uh, i started of you who don't know with season one episode one like eight years ago at the recommendation oh, almost forced me to watch it um and uh and i hadn't watched it before and and so then, yeah, I started from season one and now finally like finished like all of it, you know, years later. So, yeah, so Chain of Command was was late. It's like season six or seven. Um, and it's a two parter with uh, basically Picard going insane. Uh, and uh, he's a really phenomenal actor. Of course, I already knew that. But yeah. of like range of emotions this guy can show yeah, is, is just great. And I feel like that one episode does a good job. He, uh, I mean, over like plot wise, it's like he goes on like a mission and gives command over to another captain who's a dick, and then uh, and then he ends up getting caught and is tortured, and there's four lights and there's memes about it, and it's great. Yeah, there are four lights. <laughs> my favorite, yeah. Uh, yeah. my favorite about that episode is the guest captain. He's like an asshole, but he I, he's an asshole but he's he's got a lot of points he's like hey so hey, troy can you wear like fucking starfleet standard uniforms so your, yeah, your yeah, titties yeah, yeah, don't yeah. have to be out all the time please can we do that he, yeah he's a dick yeah. he's he's a dick but like for a good reason and so it makes you kind of question like a man like yeah why are please? troy's tits out all the time uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. but like <laughs> What's funny is watching Star Trek now as a manager and a you know person who's in a leadership role at work. It's actually man, it's like it hits different, and I think that's why this episode. I don't think this episode would have made my top five before, but now it really does because like I totally understand a you know coming into like onto like a new team and trying to like set an impression and like you know get a feel like try to give commands while also people are still going to feel for you and stuff, and and b you know like i understand like the other side of things like when you have a new or a boss or someone in leadership position above you and, and dealing with that and yeah it's but in general like all of star trek hits different like the the captain the leadership role feels very similar to uh to leading my team of engineers okay anyway yeah. and that's a good one um my number five was and hear me out was remember me i like so, remember me yeah so this is an episode where wesley is fucking around with the um the uh warp, warp drive or some shit yeah uh based on certain theories that he's practicing with and ends up pretty much flinging his mother into like a replicated like micro universe mm. where uh she doesn't realize that because it's almost like a copy of the current universe. And what's happening is it's inside this like warp bubble and it starts shrinking. And I love the idea because as this warp bubble shrinking, people are disappearing. And as they disappear, the, the reality of that universe uh, keeps changing. So everyone, she goes like, oh, well, there was a doctor that came on board. And they're looking around for the, and they're like, we, there was never a doctor who came on board. He was never on the, yeah. on the itinerary. And she's like, but I swear to God, I just saw him. And then, so then like it keeps happening. More and more people are disappearing. And Crusher thinks she's going crazy because people are like, Worf, Lieutenant Worf, who the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
And slowly this starts happening more and more until it gets down to just her and Picard. And he's like, it's always been the two of us on this ship. And she's like, are you crazy? So I just love the idea. Screw the whole like, oh, it was because she was thinking of something at that time. It's, it's, fuck that plot point. Yeah. But I just yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea of like a shrinking universe that's causing that reality to slowly change as pe think people and things begin disappearing. She like does the computer and the computer tells her, oh, yeah, you know, there's only... Uh, you know, there's a the end of the universe, like 75 meters in front of you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> um, I just love the concept of that. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it's almost the same thing as cause and effect. Like, it's a really good sci-fi premise. If you think about it too long, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But like, it just yeah. don't think about it and like let the sci-fi mystery just be, and it's good. Yeah, dismiss Wesley and the Traveler shit. <laughs> oh, stick with the whole yeah, shrinking universe. The, the ending is also stupid, so throw out the ending again. But like the premise is good. Yeah, I I, I really like yeah. that premise. I like that episode. That's a good one. Uh, my number four is a mashup of a bunch of different types of uh, Star Trek, uh, uh, like proto episodes. Because you've got you've got you've got there's only a certain amount of Star Trek proto episodes, right? You got your sci-fi mystery. You got your like ethical or morality play right where somebody you know usually the captain has to make a tough decision and then you've got like um i don't know you've got your uh i don't know klingon episode i guess that's another uh anyway this is a mashup yeah. of a bunch of what it's it's yeah. a voyager episode and it's called latent image uh and um in this we start with a sci-fi mystery whereas uh the doctor finds evidence that he's performed surgery, but neither him nor the patient remember doing the surgery. Um, and then we go through and we realize that, oh, somebody's gone in to the doctor's like memories and deleted his memories. So then it's like, who did the memories? And then you realize that it was Captain Janeway. And then the episode shifts over to this ethical dilemma morality play. Does she have the right to delete the doctor's memories and like is it was that the correct choice because she was doing it for the for the doctor's own good but did she have the right to do this without the doctor's consent uh so yeah good good mashup of a bunch of different like star trek proto episodes uh latent image from star trek voyager yeah because it was i think the plot point was like the doctor went into like a like feedback loop yeah. because he was he had the like controversial feelings of what he had done and mm. or like, well yeah or, he did he did something against his programming which was like illogical or something like that so mm. then like he oh yeah couldn't he, he had to make a decision on letting someone die or something like that yeah and he saved his saving someone else yeah he he like saves he saves his friend over saving somebody else but like that's not in his programming so he like he's like he can't reconcile going against his programming or doing something that wasn't in his programming. Yeah, and then like he 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 ended up having to like fix Paris. Yeah, yeah. Versus some girl that everyone was getting acquainted acquainted with. Yeah. And then he starts like realizing that this girl existed, and that's when he starts kind of having the yeah. Know, so then Janeway, yeah. instead of solving the problems, just like all right, we'll just delete those memories. Then problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's January for you. <laughs> uh, my number four, I feel like I kind of have to honor this episode a little bit because of what I think it's trying to do. But it's the, the episode is a measure of the measure of a man. Hell yeah, uh, that's from, another good pick. PNG. Great pick. I think it's 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 I think it's touted as one of the one of the best Star Trek TNG episodes mm -hmm. because of like it's like one of those ones is like really more deep it was like early on in the series too mm -hmm. though um it stuck out to me because it's about basically whether or not you know, the measure of a man is questioning whether or not data is a human being or, or should be treated as a sentient being or not right like this guy this asshole scientist like wants to dismantle him uh to to do research on him for for starfleet and like picard basically having to like go to fight for for his his guy be like no this is this is a, we gotta protect him he's he's life and i remember thinking as i watched it that it kind of reminds me of you know and it's probably on purpose kind of the the whole uh social justice around you know whether or not 
people slaves when they were freed were were full uh you know humans to be to have equal rights and stuff like that so, well they, they explicitly um, that, say that in the episode yeah, i think yeah, Riker yeah, Riker yeah. has a line where he's like uh we're not talking about whether or not like data is sentient we're talking about whether or not he's a slave like right right yeah, yeah. so there's a next um, twist that he throws at him yeah so it was interesting it's like they brought that that real like uh, sort of raw uh feeling that you know everyone uh especially in america is familiar with to uh to the sci-fi world so yeah really really cool episode Good pick. Um, my number four, which I just had a thought and I actually kind of changed it, uh, <laughs> is Deep Space Nine's Ooh. Rules of Engagement. Hmm. So Rules of Engagement is when... Uh, uh, so the Federation and the Klingons are both fighting again because of shit going on. Um, the treaty's been dismissed. So Worf, fighting along with the Klingons, ends up firing at uh, under um, using the uh, what's that ship? What's the Defiant? The ship called um, the Defiant. Yeah, he's captaining the Defiant, and then he's fighting Klingons. He fires at a ship that seemed like it was decloaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And ended up he ended up destroying a transport ship. So then he pretty much goes under trial under Klingon law uh, because he's apparently killed like over 600 people or something crazy like that. And um, later on, they find out that it was a bunch of bullshit and it was like a an, an image projected and, um, you know, they figure it all out and he, he's cleared of his name. But it's a nice like kind of trial and episode kind of again, like kind of falling into the, like the ethics of making certain kinds of decisions. And if you uh, act too quickly, what, you know, disasters can potentially happen, even though it was kind of faked in the end. Those ethical episodes um, are getting in. Yeah. Um, but one thing I love about that episode is like the end of it. It uh, gave me a new respect for Captain Cisco. was uh, he goes into the room with Worf and he's like, hey, what, what you doing, man? Like everyone's like, celebrating you know we we got through you know you got through this and everything you know everything's all right like why don't you come join us Worf's like nah i'm good i'm just gonna because Worf apparently lives on the defiant he doesn't want to be on the space station because i guess it annoys the shit out of him Hmm. so uh he's just like "Ah, i'm good you know i'm just you know i just want to be to myself for now after all that and then he like goes well captain i just wanted to say i'm sorry for what happened and Cisco turns around after being all happy and smiley with him and goes, Yeah, it was like the damn right swing. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> You're damn right. You he's like, you make that kind of mistake again, and I'll like kick your ass, pretty much. Um, and Worf's like, Oh fuck, like Jesus. He's like, No, anyways, come on, come join us. Let's go. And Worf's <laughs> like, Okay, sure. <laughs> I have no I idea just, why Cisco had a crazy mood swing at the end of that episode. I, I but I loved it. It was like perfect because he, because you know the thing with Cisco is that he's always come off. He come. He's a family man. Mm. Like it's opposite of what Picard is. Picard's always been like eaty kids, but Cisco's <laughs> always been like kind of like he's kind of like the go-to dad. He's like a dad captain. <laughs> he's the dad of Star Trek. Yeah, you baseball man. You play some baseball. <laughs> you know, um, but it ended up. Uh, just seeing that kind of just quick change and like, you know, in attitude and telling someone like, yeah, you did fuck up and don't do that again. Kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just okay. like that episode for like okay. pretty much for that moment. I love that moment. <laughs> That's such a weird moment, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Uh, my number three is also from Star Trek deep space nine. It is another time travel time anomaly episode. It is trials and tribulations. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a cool one uh, because D- DS9 is a lot about um, it's kind of like the edgier version of next gen. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot Dark. of like there's a lot of, you know, fighting and it's a little yeah. more edgy out on the uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, uh, this the one they 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 get to just have a lot of fun, which is cool because DS9 doesn't get to have a lot of fun. All those fun episodes are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The premise of the episode is basically they have to travel back in time to uh, the original series era and save uh, the original Enterprise 
But the catch is they can't let anyone on the original Enterprise know that they're, you know, time travelers because that could disrupt the uh, space-time continuum. So um, they travel back and they realize that they're in the classic episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. Uh, but um, they do a lot of really, uh, especially for its time and for a show that didn't have a huge budget at the time, they do a lot of really good editing. They splice in... Uh, a lot of the DS9 actors, the yeah. yeah, right yeah. into the old original series footage. Uh, yeah, it was really cool just to see the characters have fun and like Dax. Dax implies that she boned bones <laughs> and also wants to fuck Spock. Like, I don't know why <laughs> Dax wants to just fuck the entire cast of original series. Anyway, it's a good, good, fun episodes, trials and tribulations. Yeah, cool. Um, my number three is difficult because I definitely know what my number two and number one are, and I know mm. it's neither one of these two things, but I couldn't decide which one of these two I wanted to make my number three slot. So I was torn between the Royale, which is a fantastic <laughs> episode <laughs> in which Data no. needs a new Get pair out. of shoes. No, no, and gambles. It no. is no. so no. fucking amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. It turns everything on its head and i love the silly episodes like that um so that episode is fantastic but all right yeah i, yeah. I think what i'm gonna go yeah, with instead my, re yeah. my real number three is the inner light ah, um, okay yep. i think my favorite my favorite star trek episodes are the ones where i guess you could call them more science mission focused where they're like they're just out there in the edges of space and then the the show writers are like here's something that could just kind of happen like if you think about it right like and so they'll see so in this episode they see some object and they scan it and they're like we don't know what this thing is you know and like while he's on the bridge Picard like faints and then has the whole like uh Rick and Morty thing where like he has his whole life or whatever and has kids exactly and grandchildren and learns to play the flute and then i think he dies is the thing and then comes back to on the bridge again like i lived a whole nother life in like you know seconds or whatever and, and it come to find out that this device was from a planet that had died due to a star that went supernova like thousands of years ago or whatever and then you know they left their memories in this device and it's just like he's the one that got them when i don't know why but like you know that's just a cool concept like the idea that like yeah if you're if your race is advanced enough even when your planet explodes, like you can leave behind you know this legacy and someone else can bump into it in space. Ah, that's pretty cool. Oh, and I love the fact that it comes up like later. He just like knows how to play the flute now for like you know, in the real world. Like I mean he lived a lifetime within yeah, like five minutes. It's, so. it's crazy. Yep. Um, okay, so what are we on? Number three, I chose uh, uh the next generation's Sarek. Oh, good one. So that's that's when um, Ambassador Sarek comes on board. It's the original oh, original that. Spock's mom and dad mm -hmm. um, come on board, and he's supposed to be negotiating um, a treaty. And this is like his end all, like retirement, like last thing I'm doing. This is gonna be the you know the big bang out, you know. And uh, but it turns out he has. Um, this is Bandai syndrome called? or something? Bandai syndrome. Yeah, it's Bandai <laughs> Something syndrome. like that. Uh, a rare syndrome that uh, their mind begins uh, kind of deteriorating and they start to feel random emotions and they can't control their emotions anymore. Mm. Um, they pretty much start to kind of go cuckoo a little bit. It's like going... It's the it's the Vulcan's the going Vulcan way of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because of that, he his... Um, his memories are being like diverted from his mind to other people through one of his like assistants and other, it's causing everyone on the ship to kind of start losing their minds and go get over emotional over stuff um they eventually figure this out and Sarek declines 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 says you know there's you know there's no, no way and then Picard says enough to him to get him so aggravated that you know he he starts freaking out a little bit Logical, logical, logical. <laughs> um, but this is the popular episode where Picard um, decides that in order to bring Sarek peace of mind at that moment where he's supposed to be doing this big negotiation, is he's going to mind meld with with him and take 
all those extra emotions that are building up in Sarek and put him in himself. And this is the fun moment where he's sitting in his office, like, <laughs> like crying and I love you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just love that whole, like seeing like vulnerable Vulcans and uh, just Picard at his, most you could like the one thing i love about patrick stewart is just him you can feel him trying to force the cry out <laughs> <laughs> like i love you and once he once he finally gets it out you hear him sigh and you see the tears come out and he's like did it oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much um it's a great i'm sorry it's just like a great acting episode yeah. for patrick stewart yeah. and i love i, I love that it was Those so the best yeah. it was so fun to watch that one yeah. Um. For for both for both actors. Um. Mm. The the fun little things they did. Uh. It's a good episode. I just like that episode. It's just fun acting in that. Really. Just enjoyable to watch. My number two. I'm going to the original series. I'm picking the oh. city on the edge of forever. Uh. This is another time travel anomaly episode. Uh, basically the premise in this one is, uh, Bones accidentally injects himself with crazy juice, uh, for lack of, well, I don't know, the sci-fi crazy juice. And he's like, oh shit. And then oh, they're like, yeah. they're like, oh God, what are we going to do? And he transports himself down to this planet that has been giving off these time anomalies and Bones travels back to the United States in the 1930s, which is already interesting because it's like, the 60s being nostalgic for the 30s, which I guess is like the equivalent mm -hmm. of now being nostalgic for the 90s. Uh, so um, basically, they all go oh, back God. to the... Yeah, I know, I right? So old. I know. <laughs> so basically, the, the crew... Well, actually, no, it's not the crew. It's just Kirk and Spock are like, oh, shit. Well, okay, once Bones time travels back, he causes a space-time anomaly that deletes everything. So the entire like universe is all fucked up because Bones time traveled back to the 30s. So Kirk and Spock are like, well, shit, now we have to go back to the 30s and undo whatever Bones does. Uh, so they do. Um, and basically, um, uh, Kirk falls in love with this woman from the 30s. And uh, the, like, the key moment of the episode is Kirk realizes he has to let this woman die in order to preserve the timeline. And he's like, oh, but I love her. And anyway, it's great, great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's I got mean, a little bit of everything. I think the key moment of the episode is seeing Kirk in uh, in like regular human attire, like, you know, yeah. regular yeah, yeah. clothing. That's really the key. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got like, you know, uh, they get to have some fun time traveling to the 30s. It's got that like high concept sci-fi thing of uh you know whatever and then uh i don't know it's good and it's also interesting watching the 60s being nostalgic for the 30s yeah, yeah. I, I loved also too how by this one woman not getting hit by a car apparently the nazis <laughs> win yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it was that's what it was yeah okay i forgot yeah. about that so yeah, then that's exactly what it is yeah, that, effect, why it wasn't, that's what it was is that as long, yeah. when she because either kirk or bones or whoever saved her from getting hit by the car right uh nazis win and like nazis win the war because she, was a part, stuff, she, yeah. she was supposed to be a um what, what do you call it when someone dies for a cause a martyr kind of thing a martyr a martyr thank you yes yeah. i thought it was because winston churchill was driving the car and it's like <laughs> if he hadn't hit her then he would have never <laughs> With decided a cigar in his mouth. yeah i do like the idea what's her name um, edith? yeah edith something yeah killing edith undoes the entire universe yeah. and all humanity yeah. i still don't yeah i like the fun thing about the weird thing about that episode is like why did bones inject himself with like adrenaline shit that made well at, at the beginning of the episode they're like oh god you know warning captain there's space waves and there's like time distortions and the ship's like rocking back and forth and then like a console blows up and sulu gets injured and bones is like oh i'll just inject him with this crazy dangerous drug but, like, not too much, because that could kill him. And then, like, Zulu's like, hey, I'm okay now. And then there's, like, another thing, and the ship rocks. And then Bones injects the entire vial into himself. And he's like, I'm crazy now. 
<laughs> That's right. I just yeah. remember like the weird shade of skin they gave him on that episode. He's like, yeah, I don't know why he was like a like pale white. yellow. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Cons- the yeah that the original series had a real lack of consistency with like makeup and costuming. I feel like. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two. I tried to pick like one like real. I had a several temporal anomaly episodes that I, I guess I kind of have multiple of the no matter how you look at it. But uh, um, this one was Timescape. Oh, nice. Love uh, and yeah. it is the one like it is to me. I think it's my favorite like, temporal anomaly episode because it's the fucky one. Like it's like everyone's just hanging out, you know, uh, the it's, uh, it was Picard, LaForge, uh, data and uh what's her name the troy. Uh, emotion chick uh, troy. troy are the are like on the shuttle and they're wanting to go back to they're on their way back to the enterprise and that's the one that's like featured in that song that's like a, a remix of all picard lines is like uh, uh, boring sentences whatever like the incredibly talking and then like everyone freezes and then for like no reason and Troy's the only one who can like move and is like, what is going on? And the, I, it's my favorite because for like at least the first half of the episode, you have no fucking clue what is happening. And like they keep that like suspense or that that misdirection, like they keep doing it. So like just when you think you might know what's happening, like, no, now this is happening. Oh, there's like little pockets. Oh, this is why. It's and at the very end, it's like some some like beings that travel through time and they have like babies and they're trying to protect them or whatever it's like yeah, weird it was like but, it was like a double twist because it was like oh no the romulans are attacking and like they caused right, a crazy right. distortion so like, oh, but then the like no fault. the romulans are trying to save everyone my favorite moment in that episode is when like yeah. picard gets yeah. the like time travel bends and then he like gets like really high yes, and then side. draws a smiley yeah. face in the cloud <laughs> and a smiley like, face. <laughs> just like laughs yeah, maniacally yeah. at his own yes yeah like that episode had everything to me I had I had plot twists it had time craziness it had you know picard like you know his beautiful acting going from serious captain to goofy you know little kid in one scene yeah it's uh it's a great episode yeah no, no it's a good one i like that uh my number two so there's a there's a being a life form who is exploring himself he wants to be more human he tries to interact with things and the best way to do this is by being keiko's father of the bride to her wedding in data's day um Data's Day is just it's just a classic silly episode. I do like the silly Um, ones. It's (laughs) just pretty much almost half the episode is just him learning to dance. (laughs) Um, Which the slow dancing scene is fantastic because uh, Crusher is trying to teach him and she tells him you have to smile and he's like the whole time. (laughs) He's just (laughs) wide grin just it's it's so it's so fun and just (laughs) i don't know it's just a nice little exploration into data's mind and him trying to really trying to be in a you know a more human than what he is but it's that's just like a fun episode to laugh at um the other plot of the episode is like uh vulcan ambassador turns out to be a romulan spy oh i forgot the b plot to that episode yeah that was the b plot but it was kind of I, I like a lot of those episodes where it's like data trying to figure out how to be human and slightly failing or majorly failing. Yeah. And you get a little bit of more O'Brien. I like episodes that have more O'Brien in them. I love O'Brien. <laughs> he has such good personality. I love I love that about him. O'Brien's good, dude. Yeah. Uh my number one Star Trek episode. We're going back to Star Trek the Next Generation. I'm gonna pick Darmok. Uh to me, this is quintessential star trek so if you take you know the opening mission statement uh you know um explore strange new worlds uh encounter uh seek out new life forms i can't even i can't even remember the fucking opening crawl but they boldly anyway so uh they encounter this race 
that uh, uh, basically only speaks in memes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's one way to put it, yeah. Which I relate to because, like, the next gen crew is like, "What? We don't understand your memes." And I like that's how I I'm like I don't get memes. Uh, so, um, yeah, they they just keep speaking in memes, and they're like, "I don't understand how to communicate with these people." So uh, the other uh, the Tamarians, I think, they beam both Captain Picard and the other captain down to this planet, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck? Is this an act of hostility?" Mm-hmm. And like. Uh, Captain Picard and this other guy are trying to figure out how to communicate. The Enterprise is trying to communicate with the other ship and figure out what theirs, you know, everyone's got something to do. They're all trying to figure out how to communicate with each other. The, the other guys just keep repeating memes back to them. Uh, but it, <laughs> it turns out the Tamarians uh, knew that there's a dangerous monster on this planet. And the idea is uh, Captain Picard and the other captain are going to team up and then, like, they'll learn to cooperate with each other and then they'll learn to communicate with each other and defeat the monster. And lo and behold, uh, Captain Picard learns the dankest memes from this captain and uh, just just becomes a meme lord and uh, <laughs> learns learns how to speak the memes. But it's good. It's all about, uh, you know, learning to communicate, learning new races. And um, it's good. The, basically, the Temerian captain was like willing to give his life in order to learn how to communicate with other races. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Good, good episode. I, I like those episodes, yeah, where it's July. like basically they're they're finding like new life forms and stuff because like they like didn't have a they have like universal translators or something and like this, right these yeah, yeah people were outside of that knowledge. yeah they're right? like oh whoa, whoa, whoa the the universal translators working but like they only speak in memes which but, like, by the yeah. way don't like, don't in- don't think about the meme thing too much because that breaks down instantly like how do they communicate like advanced like engineering and science concepts to each other through means like that doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense they're just like <laughs> they pretty much like <laughs> they, they speak in like like actual events yeah yeah I yeah they're, they're like cultural they're Pro- like cultural references like, like proto-mythical references yeah so it's they I, so Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra was supposed to be <clears throat> <clears throat> two people who bound together to fight a common e- enemy. That's what Picard finally figures out. And then there was um, Shaka when the walls fell was supposed to be like when I guess a city fell or when a so that you know it's it is a trippy convey, episode. It's supposed it... to convey like sadness or something failing or yeah. hopelessness. It's, yeah, I, I like yeah. it because it's a trippy episode because you as the viewer are so often just given knowledge in this show, you know, and they just kind of like take things as they are like, Oh yeah, cool. Like blah, 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 blah whatever. But like in that episode, they really force you to kind of like, you're the whole time. You're like, what? Yeah, that's cool. Cause you can, saying? you can kind of figure out, you can kind of solve the mystery along right. with Captain you Picard. You're like, Oh, yeah. memes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number one goes to one that I recently watched as I finally, like I said, have uh, finished the series and I literally switched up my top five to make all good things my number one favorite episode. Oh, all good things is very good. What that, what what TV series has a better finale than Star Trek: The dude, Next Generation? Literally, it, it was like it brought almost a tear to my eye. I was like, "This is so perfect." It is uh, a part one, part two in one episode. At least it is on Netflix, which is fantastic. Uh, so it's like this like full length feature film of Star Trek, and it's got temporal anomalies. It's got returning cast members and it's got you know goofy it's got and it's got goofy um picard like you know moments and super serious moments it's got q it's got you know the earth it's and it's got poker at the end it ends with poker and and good feelings and man just a fantastic the premise of the episode is that picard is existing in like all these three different time periods and thinks he's going insane because he has this disease in the future and you get to find out what happens to some of the characters in the future but then you know they change things so maybe maybe not i don't know it's it's cool man really really great way to end that series i loved it well yeah i, I like at the very end because picard's you know he goes back to the past he sees a possible future and he's like existing in the present and it like fucks him up and at the end of the episode he's like oh man i really gotta like take the time to like 
do like I got to live life to the fullest. And he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to join my crew and play some poker. Like, yeah, it's like he never did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now he's there. And it's like, very good oh, ending. Man. Very good. So ending, good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, my number one was also Darmok. Oh, it was the only overlap any of us yeah. had. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Episode. That's a good one. It's a really good one. I really, I really like that episode too. Yeah. Cause again, it kind of plays on the whole initial mission is they're, they're trying to communicate with this new life and they're having a hard time, so they really have to figure it out on their own. Yep. And they make peace through it. And it's wonderful. It's very Star trek Yep. All right. Well, Very um, good. Let's, good let's endorse some shit. Good list. Those are all good Star Trek. You cannot go wrong. Watch any one of those episodes. They're all good. And especially all good pick. The Royale. That is, that Do is not. Weird. Don't watch the Royale. The Royale so is dumb. Good. It's so dumb. I mean, unless you like dumb shit, then watch the Royale. <laughs> Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. That's the best line it's to this day. I watched every, every episode of TNG. It's without a doubt definitively the best line in Star Trek. Uh, I am gonna endorse um, watching Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. If you yeah. like me think that all of the current cbs star treks are bullshit <laughs> they are uh especially star trek yeah. picard i'm so worried by the they at time of recording they recently released a trailer they're like oh we're bringing back q like uh i don't trust the sh writers to do any kind of justice to that character anyway uh, if 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 you're very disappointed with the cbs uh, star trek reboots um uh, you should watch Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. It is basically Star Trek in absolutely everything but name. Uh, it is very good. Uh, and I know I've endorsed The Orville previously, but I'm endorsing it again. But I'll give a bonus endorsement. Go watch Mortal Kombat, the latest Mortal Kombat movie. It is good. Jo don't, don't go in expecting like an Oscar-worthy drama. Like there's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of shit in that movie that makes no fucking sense. Like if you really want to get like technical about it, you could tear that movie apart from criticism. Just turn your brain off and watch the ninjas punch each other in the dick. That's all you need to <laughs> do to enjoy that movie. It is very good, very funny. The new Mortal Kombat, uh, I guess we're calling it Mortal Kombat 2021. I don't know. Uh, it's good. If you really think about the game, the game doesn't really make much sense either. Yeah, so. just watch the ninjas <laughs> punch each other. That's all you got to do. It's a great movie. Watch the, ninja watch the ninjas and monsters attack each other yeah, i was gonna say in monsters yeah, yeah turn your brain off and have a good time mortal kombat 2021. I, I, the only the only criticism i heard about that movie is that it ends on like a we're gonna make a continuing oh it is absolutely like, the whole movie is just cliffhanger. setting itself up for a sequel mm. and i am totally yeah. on board i want to see this sequel. oh yeah okay. I want as it sequel. should i mean there's no way you get enough mortal kombat just one movie come on yeah okay yeah. i mean i'd be okay yeah uh, it's very okay. funny too my endorsement this week will be uh, very simple as a Netflix uh, show. I think it is the most trending show at the moment. It is called uh, Shadow and Bones or Shadows and Bones. Uh, it's based off of a fantasy trilogy uh, book series. Um, it's a it's a high fantasy. There's a lot of magic, um, and there's like this premise that there's like this um, this dark space dividing this uh, map of continents it's like or a continent and it's like just this dark space with like like a wasteland uh, that was created by some magic user at some point in history and no one's ever ever been able to uh, get rid of it with their magic but when you go into it there's all these monsters and shit that kill you and so there's these two like countries on either side and there's sort of at war but you know it's kind of hard. There's also people who are trying to get to and from and through the, the fold. Uh, and then this chick who ends up being, uh, you know, the hero character that can change the world or whatever. Um, so it's on Netflix. It's like a little series, eight, eight episodes or whatever, but it's pretty enjoyable. We we watched like one episode and we ended up like binging the rest like that same weekend. <laughs> it was pretty good. Shadow and Bone. Okay. Um, I don't know if I endorsed this last time. But I'm going to endorse building a new PC. Oh, do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember. I think maybe I you did. Who cares? Endorse it again. Yeah, yeah endorse, endorse it again. It again. Double oh, endorsement. Yeah. 
Yeah, because so the whole reason why we played um, Bridge Crew. It's actually a terrible time to build a new PC. Right yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the oh worst time to build. I yeah, mean, definitely build a new PC, PC but it's <laughs> yeah. so hard to find parts. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, because the whole reason we played Bridge Crew was because I wanted, I had the capability of playing actually high quality, smooth VR. Yeah, I still cannot run it in VR. I accidentally ran it in VR on accident, and it's like everything was super choppy. <laughs> it's like <laughs> terrible. Yeah, because I have a, a Oculus, well, Oculus Quest too. Um, this is good. I'll endorse this too. Oculus there you Quest go. Two, the Quest. Nice. I've yeah, endorsed Quest that as well. Yeah, well, the one, um, the first one. Yeah. Yeah, um, this works pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Especially you know hooking it up, it's it works perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's just it's so nice having a PC that actually works. I didn't show you, Leo. Let me show you. Oh, look at that! Oh, that's beautiful. Man, look at that thirty ninety right down there. Oh my god! So big. It's huge. Put it in me. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh dear, Leo. Leo has some weird kinks. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, that's, that'll be my recommendations. Okay. All right. We did it. Can that be the? Else? Oh wait, I was gonna say, can that be like the theme music for this episode? But then we'll probably get like. Shut yeah, down. we'll probably get DMCA. You'd, you'd have know. to do like the MIDI version yeah. or something. Yeah, do that. Old, do the I'll old just, NES. I'll just record myself singing it. Yeah. Or just put in, just put in the Picard song, like you know, Captain John Picard. Picard. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'll uh, endorse uh, that too. Endorse the Picard song. Go, go look at the Picard song. Or the uh, the data song, right? What's it called? Is it called Picard and Data? What's the Pogo song? Um, I don't know the Pogo one, but I, the oh, Picard it's so good. Uh, you, no, no, no. You need to go look. Uh, Google Pogo. Oh. I think it's Data. Um, that's data. another. Yeah, yeah. Picard Pogo song. Data. Yeah, very, very good. Okay. okay. Um, our next episode is gonna be coming out real soon uh, because we <laughs> took so long to record this one. Um. Uh, Pokemon Snap. We're gonna be playing the new Pokemon Snap. Uh, wait, 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 is that where we're? <laughs> hey, quick business meeting, guys. Do you guys want to do Pokemon <laughs> Snap next or Bravely Default next? Uh, I'm I'm ready to, for Bravely Default, but I'm I'm probably more interested in Pokemon Snap since it's. All right, right let's do Pokemon Snap. Let's do, let's it. do it. Pokemon Snap. I was gonna ask that actually, but like I probably need some time to play it, so let's not do it like literally like in two days. <laughs> well, is there anything we're ready for in two days? <laughs> well, Bravely Default. Yeah, that's I've played. Good amount of that. Our next but, episode is going to be Bravely Default. Boom. That's what I was saying. All right. I'll, Let I'll us have more time on Pokemon. I'll I'll mix the calendar around and make this make sense. All right. Our next episode is going to be Bravely Default too. Hey, we might have a Pokemon Snap episode in the works too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else, guys? I don't know. Was that it? I, don't think, I think that's it. We did it. It's been a long road. <laughs> Getting from there to here. here. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Maybe you should just have that because I don't think CBS really cares about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's good see. shit. All right. Good shit. For the Good Games podcast. Oh, let's sign off. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's been so long. It's been so long. I forgot how to sign off for the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Goodbye. It's been a long time. Get from there to here. All right. All right. Should we impulse out of here? Um, are we gonna we pull it out? We're gonna leave 327 people behind. Yes! <laughs> oh, okay, 14%! Let's, let's fucking go! <laughs> get us out of here! I'm, I'm doing it. I'll get away. I'll power the engines. Shit! Oh. Hold on. Hold I'm on. fucking the shit. Charging warp core. Something's down. It's not working. Look, vessel detected. And just lock for impulse. Oh god! <laughs> There's fire everywhere! <laughs>
Uh, the board cube is coming back after us. I'm I'm clicking on the fucking thing and people aren't doing anything. We're on station. I don't know how I can reassign people to Folks, the board. We're fucked. <laughs> Our home's compromised. Oh my god! Uh, uh, no, that's that's gonna be. Uh, I want us warp nine to the fucking Benov system, uh, Mr. Warp Ryman. Warp nine. Okay, give me a second, Benov. I don't know that you need to go warp nine. God damn it! Are you questioning your captain? Are you questioning the captain? Um. This bitch. No, sir. Hmm. <laughs> Found it. Fucking pound it. Yeah. Yep. 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 High five. High five? Huh? 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 You gonna leave me hanging? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're a bitch. You're a fucking bitch. Best you're fired. Oh! Captain, a powerful We're subspace done, energy surge is approaching at high speed. Uh, shields up. Alright. Helm, take us back towards the station. We need to transmit that science data. All right. <laughs> okay.